All right. BP Hero Podcast, Season 7, Episode Number 12. What's up, Jason? How you doing, buddy? I don't know what tonight brings. We're going to talk about softball. That's for sure. We got to... Got to at least get some softball content in after last week, right? What's up, Eric? How you doing, buddy? Hope you're doing well. What are we going to talk about tonight? Yeah, Eric, you did make it on time. Hey, and I made it on on the right day. I will say, um, while everybody's filing in, we got to talk some football. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> what a day. If uh, if you're a Chiefs fan, probably wasn't your day. If you're not a Chiefs fan like yours truly, it was your day. <laughs> I even had a little fun on Facebook with some trolling. Let's see, I'll go ahead and pull up that gym for you. Uh, yeah, Jason, yeah, I, I still had a lot of fun. I mean, that, that podcast was an absolute blast, and um, my wife and I got to talking after the podcast was over, and once like life kind of settles down a little bit, we figure out a day, I think her and I are going to just do our own podcast. I, uh, I, had, I had a lot of fun, just literally just... The banter and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, basically, just the, kind of the, the banter of everything. Oh, shoot. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, there's the, the banter of the podcast last week in general. Um, man, it was a lot of fun. And it kind of inspired us to maybe like do our own thing. So like that that banter that you see in sorry, not that you see that banter that you hear is that, that, that we have conversations like that all the time with a lot of our friends. Uh, I did the same thing the next, or I guess it was Friday night. Uh, we did the same thing, sitting down with some friends, just got to talking about just like God knows what. It was softball. It was everything else. It was, man, it just, but it was funny. It was just good conversation. Just like something that like, man, it's like, if I was sitting here listening to this, like I would be just like so sucked into it. So I, I don't know. We, we may take that and run with it for a minute and see what happens. Um, I mean, what's the worst that happens, right? You have another podcast with 20 loyal viewers. I don't care if it's 20. I don't care if it's 2000. The fact that you guys show up every week is enough for me. I, I, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart for everybody that wants to show up and hang out and do whatever. Uh, it's been a blast. The weekly podcast does have its challenges at times. Uh, tonight's one of those challenges. Um, but it also challenges you to be creative a little bit, you know? Um, I do well with being put on the spot most of the time. So it's fun in that aspect because <clears throat> something, you know, when we used to do the podcast, I you know, used to do them like every other week or here and there, kind of sporadic. Two things go into that. One, 
you can just kind of do it when you got stuff to talk about. And two, um, you can record it. You know, if, if you want to stop and process your thoughts a little bit or maybe revisit something or just kind of sit down and gather your thoughts, you can do that. But when you're doing it live and you're doing it every week, it's a whole different ballgame. But I enjoy the fact that it's live because, like, I can bounce conversation off of the live chat. It kind of keeps me moving a little bit. Uh, there's times where <laughs> if you watch the old, old podcast, you would see me, like, uh, clap my hands or snap my fingers or things like that. So what I'm doing is spiking the audio in the recording. So when I go back and watch and edit out the little parts and stuff that I don't want in the podcast, it's really easy to see those. I can see the spike in the audio and jump straight to it and cut it out. I don't have that opportunity here. I do have to watch what I say at times <laughs> and make sure I don't paint myself into a corner with my words, which I'm, I'm luckily pretty good at doing. And I mean, if I, I'm, there's not a lot of times where I'm not saying something I wouldn't say to somebody anyway. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that talk a lot of mad, mad stuff behind closed doors, but for the most part, like if I've got something to say, I'm going to say it. Or if you ask, I'm going to tell you, you know, that's, I've always kind of been that way. It's not to be controversial. It's not to be uh, an asshole. It's not to be anything other than just be who you are. Be genuine, you know? That's why I feel like it's it's kind of shot myself in the foot a little bit at times. Uh, dealing with uh, various bat manufacturers or uh, opportunities that have been presented to me. Because it's like a, hey, look, like this is what you're going to get. You know, I'm, I'm very appreciative of the fact that you keep me in mind and want me to review your product. But you need to understand that I'm going to call it for what it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat something. I'm not going to make it look good. If it's not, I'm not going to polish something up, make it sound good. I'm going to call it for what it is. And that's kind of cost me a little bit at times. Uh, it cost me a couple of opportunities. I Who knows how far they would have went or anything else or... You know, maybe would have just been nowhere, you know, gone nowhere. But you have to be willing to do that, especially in the, I don't know, I want to call this an industry, but um, in the hobby of product reviews, I'll call it a hobby because that's what this is to me. Uh, in the hobby of product reviews, you have to be willing to be honest. You know, we talked about this a little bit on, on a, a podcast a few episodes back. Uh, do I feel like people are biased or have an agenda with their reviews? 100%. But to me, personally, maybe it's just because I do this, it's easy to sniff out the ones that are product placement, that are um, put out somewhere with intention, with a certain message and that kind of thing. But man, it's just, it's boring. That's not fun. I just don't see how that's fun. Unless that is your full-time job to do things like that. I just don't see where, you know, dying on the hill of standing up for a product that's going to benefit you in no way at all gains you anything. Other than the pride of saying, you know, this this thing is the best one and, and I don't care what all the other ones do or you know when it comes to bad mouthing other products or brands or, or things like that I don't know it's just a weird vibe 
be transparent and be honest. Life lessons with the BP hero tonight. But I did assemble this gym on Facebook today. <laughs> I got I got a really good tickle out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cringy, but it's 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 so funny. It's like the tacky, but it's like the yeah. I was sitting there uh, at lunch just chuckling, making this, because I was sitting in the break room at work. I work with a ton of Chiefs fans. And as the news broke, people were in there just absolutely losing their minds. Oh, what are we going to do now? Oh, the season's over. Oh, go ahead and put us down. It's not making the playoffs in 2022. What were they thinking? And, and all this other crazy stuff. And, man, it's like life goes on, you know? Don't get me wrong, I'm a diehard Bears fan, and I get aggravated, but holy smoke, some of the stuff people were saying. So, <laughs> I literally just took whatever Apple emoji he had for a dolphin, slapped it on his helmet, and made it my Facebook profile picture, and I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love trolling the, the Chiefs fans. It's, it's a good time. 10 out of 10, would recommend. That's kind of an interesting deal, though, because Tyreek wanted the money. I, 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 in my opinion, is probably what the biggest contributing factor to that was. The Chiefs probably a couldn't or b didn't want to pay him. Uh, he felt like he should be the top receiver in the league, pay wise. Um, I don't know. Is he the best receiver in the league? Hayden says no because he's salty. <laughs> Love you, buddy. So, yeah, like uh, Devontae Adams was the highest paid wide receiver in the league. And Tyreek Hill did all of this just to make $2 million more million a year. The most insane number, and I'm sure there's other, I guess... You don't really stop and put it in perspective. Tyreek Hill's contract gets him $2 million more million a year. Devontae Adams is making $28. Uh, Tyreek Hill will make $30 million a year over the course of his contract. Tyreek Hill's guaranteed $72 million, I think is what it is. Healthy, not healthy. Just short of getting yourself in trouble and not playing, you're guaranteed $72 million. And Adam, oh, I didn't know that, Adam. So Adam says there's no taxes in Florida. I did not realize that. That's why so many people are going to Florida then. That really explains, if you follow automotive, excuse me, automotive YouTube at all, so many guys are going to Florida. Um, that makes sense now. A, you can race year-round. And B, there's no taxes. I did not realize that. That's wild. Uh, but yeah, Jason, it is hard to pay your players when... Uh, your quarterback is eating up most of your payroll. Man, I'm falling behind on the chat here. Let's see. Uh, Gio, so Gio, I, I talked to Nick earlier, and uh, I want to have you both on at the same time. Uh, he said he wasn't feeling the best tonight, so he was going to bow out. Um, so I was gonna, I got with him. He would, wasn't uh, feeling the best, so we're going to wish him well and to drink lots of hot toddies and get to feeling better. And uh, we'll get both of you guys on next week. 
will be the plan. I, I guess I probably should have communicated that to you. Um, whoops, my bad dog. We're going to get it done, though. Uh, so, if you follow the uh, YouTube channel at all, the Bat Review channel, uh, I don't know how many people keep up with the videos or whatever else. Um, Geo and Grumpy Snacks made their debut on the channel. I don't know, was that video posted when we were doing this last week? I can't remember if it was or not. But either way, um, that was really cool. I really enjoy that. I think it's going to be a great addition to the channel. Um, not that I don't mind swinging senior bats, and I'm still going to swing some here and there. But <laughs> there's times where I swing them, and it's just like, man, like well, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> it is, is literally how I feel. Swinging a senior bat sometimes. And it's kind of one of those things, too. Like, I'm not a senior player. Um, I'm, I'm 33 years old. I'm far from, I shouldn't say far, but uh, I've got quite a while before i got to worry about swinging senior bats. So there's that variable, and then there's also the variable of uh, having people swing the bats that they are designed for is a big thing to me. Gio has been playing softball for years. He, he, he's got a, a long track record and experience uh, in softball as well. Um, the guy's been there. He's done. A, he's played a lot of softball. He's swung a lot of bats, mostly Mikan's. <laughs> but you know, he, he's been there, and he's done it as well. And like I said, Snacks is the same way. Um, he's been playing softball for years. Uh, I appreciate both of their opinions. Uh, they they have swung enough and been around enough. They know what they're talking about, especially uh, in the world of bats. So I think it's going to be a great addition to um, have Snacks doing some reviews. We're going to work on getting him a couple more senior bats so he can review them. And I'm, I'm looking forward to see where that goes with the channel. Um Sorry, I went blank. I was reading the chat and went blank again. <laughs> uh, Proton. Oh, yeah. So, really? Proton sent you a senior and they let you get that. See, that's cool. That's the one thing. So, I know Proton, um, when they first kind of hit the scene, there was a lot of, like, back and forth. There was people saying the bats are really good. There's people saying the company is a joke. This and that and whatever else. Uh, kind of my, my couple of things to say to that is, one, name one company that started up from scratch and didn't have startup issues, didn't have product issues, didn't have availability issues. It just happens. It's going to happen. But the biggest thing is how you answer to those issues. Um, I, I've talked to uh, Charles Darling, who is uh, the owner of Proton. I, I've talked to him a decent bit, and the guy seems like a straight shooter to me. He's willing to stand behind his product. That's the big thing. Just like the thing with Jason. They accidentally sent him the wrong bat. Hey, just hang on to it. Sorry about that. Here comes the other one. It's stuff like that. You're willing to stand behind your product. You're willing to take care of people, especially starting up. Now, if this company turns into something big like um, Worth or Mike and or East or any of these huge companies, do we expect that to happen? Honestly, probably not. I mean... Just the nature of the beast. But starting up, things like that make a big difference. Because Jason, now, I mean, answer the question, you're more apt to buy another Proton just based on that experience, correct? Yeah, and see, and just and just like you said, just like you said right there, 
uh, in the chat here. Uh, Charles actually called me and personally apologized and sent me the, my bat that day. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. The fact that you're willing to stand up to mistakes and stand up and stand behind your product makes a world of difference. Huge world of difference. So to me, that's cool. You know? Sorry, lost in thought here. Getting caught up with the chat. Uh, yeah, Jason. So again, I'm, I'm scrolling back through the chat here. Uh, Jason says your wife seems to be a good sport. I think when I was referring to uh, her being on the podcast, yeah, she she doesn't mind it. She's not like one to you know running out, running around looking for attention, but she doesn't mind getting on here because uh, honestly, she, <laughs> her and I are always busting each other's chops around the house. And boy, take that the wrong way if you want. Um, you know, we're, we're always giving each other a hard time. And she's been on the channel here and there, and, and you know everybody kind of enjoys it. It's it's funny because like she she does not hold back. She will hold me accountable and give me shit for anything she feels like it. And you guys enjoy that. You guys enjoy that. And that's okay. Again, part of giving out so much crap, I give I I admittedly give my friends a lot of crap, but I get a lot of crap, and you got to be willing to take it. If you're going to dish it out, you got to take it too. You got to take it. And yes, Eric, I did go pick up the wrapper of the Jenny in the latest video. Speaking of which, that seemed to be a hit the handful of times we've done that. So let's do that. The uh, Marshburn Genesis video rolled out yesterday. Do we want to watch that real quick? Ask the community. Add a poll. <coughs> Excuse me. So you, you guys seem to enjoy that. Maybe we could make that a, a segment of the podcast. I really do wish that I could come up with like more regular segments. Some of it's hard, too, because you're sitting here and just ramble to yourself, right? But, you know, I mean, if it's something that segment-wise you guys enjoy, we can do that. It's, uh, it's whatever. Of course, if you're catching the audio version of this on uh, Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, then listening to the review is, is I guess, all you're going to get. But speaking of bats, I do know that we posted, posted a couple of different things, actually. Um, one thing was uh, channel memberships for the main channel. And it's not that I, like, not, to use the words, it didn't go over well, makes it sound like I was, like, looking for people to be obligated for handouts or that kind of thing. Um, but there was just a, a lot of votes for an answer I didn't expect. Um, so basically what a cha channel membership is, is going to be is something where um, it's more, I, I could do, I, it, it's mine, it's my content to do what I need to with. You know, I can, I can uh, post uncut videos. I can post more like behind the scenes things or like, you know, there's times where people want to know what, what Brian and I are discussing, like when, when audio gets cut off or that kind of thing. 
there are times we're discussing what we're swinging, but I have to get a voiceover in somewhere at some point, right? So I can't just like stop talking so you can hear what I'm saying and then start talking again. So there's times where we're conversing about the bats, or there's times where we're just acting like idiots. Or you could even have like uh, early access to videos and that kind of thing. Those are all just kind of perks like memberships can offer. Um, but it still doesn't. Uh, so yeah, I put I put that on there. Oh, for real? That's lit. <laughs> Sorry, wife came through. Had to have a chat about the Tyreek picture that's still on the screen. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so the membership of the channel I would still obviously it would be free to access twenty four seven for non members. It's just the extra bonuses of what could go along with. The channel is what the membership is for. And the thing is, like, I, to my knowledge, you can pretty much name whatever price you want. It can be $3 a month. It can be $10 a month. It could be a dollar a month. And uh, people are always looking to support the channel in all kinds of different ways. So it was more of just an option of, like, um, giving people an option to support in a different way. You know, like, there's times where people want to reach out and send bats or that kind of thing. Maybe it's a bat I've already had sent. Um or, you know, people saying, let me know, I can help any way I can. And sometimes just like the money you would spend shipping a bat, I can take that and put it right back into getting more bats, getting more things for the channel, helping the channel thrive and grow in that way. You know, it doesn't always have to be bats. I did have the Patreon page. I know uh, Eric and uh, I think a couple others uh, participated in the Patreon page and thank them very much for that. But this was a lot of traffic there. We could fire that back up because I do know that somebody mentioned um, they commented on that and like set up a donation account. If someone benefited from your advice, you know, save them time or uh, to buy a better batter, show them a better swing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, there's a million different ways you could dice it, but sorry, I can't read and talk at the same time. There's a million different ways to dice that, but I'm not going to put something out there that people don't want to do, bottom line. Uh, it was just, I, I thought it would be kind of a unique opportunity to uh, give the people that want to see the back behind the scenes things and, and a little more uh, of different content that you might not see otherwise and a chance to support the channel. But um, we can do, we can do something different. we got a thousand different options of things we can do. But anyway, I, I brought that up to talk about the other thing I posted we got to get some ASA reviews going. I know I got some ASA guys here, and my ASA viewers are always really loyal viewers. You know, I've got a lot of obviously, I've got a lot of the guys that just watch the content because it's content. Anybody that's watching anything, I, I greatly appreciate. But I do know that I have been lacking the last couple of years on the ASA content, so I'm making it a priority to get that stuff in because the U-trip stuff just kind of seems to fall into my lap most of the time. So I'm got, trying to make sure. I'm getting ASA content in, but it's also hard too because there's so many U-Trip bats. There's so many U-Trip bats from so many different manufacturers that ASA stuff can easily take a back burner sometimes. So we're looking at stuff like Worth and Mikan. Uh, those seem to be pretty popular. Uh, maybe try like the Mach 1 or, or things like that. Um, had a lot of suggestions for Anarchy. Uh, conflict of interest there. If you know, you know. 
not saying I won't do any, but not necessarily on my radar. But I have gotten a lot of suggestions for the Onyx stuff. There was Onyx, uh, there's Anderson Ambush, somebody says. Uh, obviously, people are wanting to see more monster content. Um, Headbanger is seem, does seem to be dabbling more into uh, monster exclusives and that kind of thing. So I'm honestly probably going to save the monster reviews for something that Headbanger's got. Because it's going to be two birds, one stone. Uh, it's going to help me promote something that Headbanger's selling. They help me out, so I'm, I'm helping them out. And... Man, I'm not going to lie. I just don't... <laughs> I'm stubborn. Okay? I'm stubborn. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of uh, interest in the uh, East and Ghost stuff, too, as well as the... Louisville. The Louisville stuff, uh, what is it, For the Fallen and something else, got a lot of interest. So it was always kind of... It was kind of interesting to see... Oh, gross. The dog's barking. So it was kind of... Sorry. So it was kind of interesting to see um, all the different options. But it does look like we're going to have to try and get some anarchy... Sorry. Some onyx going. And... The Louisville for the Fallen. Probably going to grab a, the two of those and get started with that. And the kind of the cool thing with doing ASA reviews... Usually what Brian and I do, uh, we've got enough softballs and a good mix of softballs. So usually what we do is shoot two reviews. We've got two giant bags of softballs and just shoot two reviews. We shoot one one review with one bag and one review with the other bag. And it's almost a 50-50 mix. I make sure it's a 50-50 mix of 52s and 44s. I mean, if I can swing a U-trip bat and hit nothing but hard stuff, why wouldn't I, right? If I've got more ASA reviews to do, i got to save the ASA balls for that. Everybody's happy. You get your ASA reviews. I don't have to hit 52s with you trip bats. Everybody wins, right? Eric says, I get Emily to BP with you guys. Yeah, so she has a handful of times. I think I've had her on the channel two or three times. I'm trying to think now. Two or three times, something like that. I thought about having her come on and swing a couple of the women's edition bats. There is. But she's kind of over softball. And I, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, Jason. So she did uh, the Dean Reedy Mercy. What was that, 2017? She actually made their Instagram and their Facebook pages. They posted um, basically it was a little teaser of... I, that I posted of her, you know, swinging the mercy. Like, again, with the senior thing, it's technically a bat design for women. Have women swing it. So I posted something. I think it was on Instagram. And they ended up reposting it on Instagram and on their Facebook page. So I thought that was really cool. Um, she's over here making uh, bat companies pages that I don't think I've ever been featured on a bat company's page. I, I take that back. Uh, Pure has posted me a couple times. But this woman comes out here and swings one bat and makes the page. Ouch, right? Oh, 
Uh, so what's Brian's thoughts of his Bruce Bolts? Jason B. asks. Um, he loves them. So he's got the black pair and then... Um, let's see, the white pair. I got him. I got, I got him. He and I uh, inadvertently <laughs> did a gift exchange for Christmas. I didn't know he was getting me something. And he didn't know that I was getting him something. But I got him some white Bruce Bolts for Christmas. Because you got to have white batting gloves. Guys, it's the rules. It's the rules. White bat tape or, well, if you have an option, white bat tape. I'm cheap, so I just grab whatever's in the bag. Pink, blue, purple, you name it, it's been on my bats. <laughs> but white bat tape, white batting gloves. The more white, the faster you look. I told him, I was like, man, I said, I don't care if you use the black ones in games, but you got to use the white ones in BP. Makes your hands look fast. Everybody knows the rules. But he, he absolutely loves his Bruce Bulls. And I, I think they're they're sick as well. I I really like them. Um, the spiders that I have have held up great. I've still got two more pairs. Is is the only reason that I won't bite the bullet and get some Bruce Bolts. The Bruce Bolts. Don't get me wrong when I say this. The Bruce Bolts are are no question the nicer gloves. But I can't justify buying gloves if I've already got a pair that are in perfect shape that have been using for almost six months. And then two other pairs that are saw and standby ready to go all white. Of course, unless, you know, Bruce bolt wanted to reach out and send your boy some gloves. I'll tell you what would be wild. If they did like BP hero edition, uh, Bruce bolts, like all white with like a purple, with like a purple bolt on it. Wild. It'd be absolutely wild. And yes, Eric, white cleats make you run faster. And that's kind of funny. Talk, going back to the Tyreek Hill thing we were talking about earlier. <laughs> a friend of mine goes, boy, he sure is going to look fast in teal and white. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Jason Herndon checking in. What's up, everyone? A little late due to an 18-hour day. Brother, thanks for stopping in and making this part of your day after an 18-hour day. That's absolutely insane. I thought my 10-hour days were bad, but 18 is wild. Hopefully you get a little bit of time off. You don't have to go right back, you know, in eight hours or whatever. That, that's that's crazy, man. You got to get a nap in. You got to do something. Living off caffeine. Uh, so Jason says, talking about the Bruce Bolts, I think they're well-made but a little thick and hot to wear during the summer. Okay, so I haven't worn them. Obviously, I don't have any. But I've, like, worn them and put them on. But I haven't worn them in the heat to, like, see, like, man, when my hands get hot. I, I could see that. Like, your your hands getting sweaty and that kind of thing. Especially if you're taking BP and you sweat a lot. So maybe that's something to kind of keep an eye on. Man. Smell like... I, I can only imagine what those would smell like being leather and getting all sweaty and funky and everything. I mean, fielding gloves get bad enough. So when you're talking batting gloves that can't air out and they just hang out in your bag, you know? Woof. Yikes. Maybe we'll uh, follow up with Brian sometime in the summertime and see, see what he's thinking. <laughs> uh, Jason says, the military no holds barred. Yeah, I get that. That sucks, man. So Eric says he's cheap. He bought a three-pack of work gloves from Costco for 30 bucks. I used to be all about the work gloves, but I'm one that's always wanting, wanting something different. I, can't, I, don't, I don't want what everybody, something that everybody else has most of the time. I was using uh, like leather work gloves for years, but then Kyle Pearson 
blew up on the scene, and that's what he was wearing. So then that's what everybody wanted to wear. Hell, Mikey even made like basically work gloves with an M stamped on them and sold the crap out of them for a while. I don't even know if they still offer those. I know they were a thing at one point. I mean, obviously he he, he can have his signature mark thing. You know, if that's what he wants to do, let him. Uh, he's he's nineteen thousand times the hitter I'll ever be, but. Then I got everybody asking me, oh, you know, you, are you wearing those KP did? Oh, KP wearing those now? Everybody's wearing those. Now, I don't know when KP started wearing his, but I can tell you I started wearing mine a long time ago before I even knew who KP was. But being who I am, I didn't want to do something everybody else was doing. So I ended up breaking down and getting like normal batting gloves again. I was going to pull up and see. I was talking about those bats earlier. I want you guys' opinions uh, while you're here. If you're into the ASA life or that kind of thing. Well, what ASA bats do you want to see if you haven't voted on the poll or mentioned anything? Um, obviously, like I said, Onyx was a pretty popular choice. Probably going to have to do the uh, Louisville for the Fallen. Let's see. Um, Jason B says, have I tried the banger box? Uh, no. Um, well, I, I shouldn't say I haven't personally bought a banger box. I just, I'm not big on music while I play. Everybody's got their own thing. But I will say, if you are into music, you know, having music while you play. And, and you, like, the, the unique thing about the banger box, and, and, like, there's all kinds of other products that can do the same thing. As far as, like, you know, you can take it anywhere, port it around anywhere. It doesn't have to be just for the ball field. But the, the banger box is awesome, man. It, it's it's freaking loud. It packs a punch. And the cool thing is it's waterproof. Like, toss in the pool and jam out. Obviously, you're going to have speakers up so you can hear it. But the, the, the case is waterproof. So you can just throw it on there, throw it in the water, let it float around. There's a video of it going around, floating through a pool, playing some, playing some music. It can get rained on. Dude, it's a uh, brand bias aside. Yes, it does blow the bump box out of the water. The bump box is nice. I'll give credit where it's due. But, man, the banger box is just nuts. And then the banger box XL is one that I have not personally dealt with. But the banger box XL is supposed to be even better. You know, the banger box is, is freaking loud, though. So I do have a, there was a suggestion for the Axe Avenge dual stamp. I know that there are people that are interested in the Axe Bat. And kind of the thing that's that's interesting about reviewing the Axe Bats is the fact that it's unique. It's not something that's run of the mill. Obviously, the handle is what sets it apart, and I do not like the handle on those. One, I don't think they're useful in slow pitch, and two, it just feels terrible in my hands. But it's funny because if I swing it like a baseball bat, I do fine with it. I'm sure it has something to do with the handle itself or the fact that my hands just can't comprehend what they should be doing with it. I don't really know. But <laughs> the the most effective I was swinging an axe was literally just digging in the box like I, I was hitting a baseball again. 
I told Brian, I was like, just whip him in here flat and fast, and I'm just going to turn on him. And just started hitting lasers. <laughs> it was kind of funny, but that would be something interesting to swing. So you had to vote for the Easton Swap and the ARG. I'll probably do uh, at least one or two of the Ghost Tech bats, but I don't know. They just, they're not, they're good, not great. They're not like mind blowing to swing. Every ball feels the same. And somebody said a one-piece Suncoast as well. I did not know that they made a one-piece Suncoast ASA, but that is something that is intriguing to me. Obviously, if you know me, I like one-piece bats, so. Uh, yeah, and I did see actually earlier that LS did announce that uh, the ASA Jenny is coming. So somebody else said on the Facebook post, uh, any anarchy with 1,500 swings on it. Well, I would hope that any bat is good with 1,500 swings on it. I get the fact that you want me to review Anarchy. Totally appreciate that. And, and I asked for your opinion, and you gave it to me. I'm not mad at that. But how is that fair if I'm putting a couple hundred swings on one bat and then getting another bat with 1,500 swings on it and then reviewing it? That, that's just not... Doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, I can say, hey, look, this thing's got 1,500 swings on it, so it should be really broken in and that kind of thing. But obviously, and without doubt, I would hope that it's going to perform way better than anything that we usually review because it's so broken in. But I don't know, that, that's just me. Had a suggestion for the D Marini Mercy. Combat, gotta love my combats. Snacks said every single one of them. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Uh, somebody said, review the Zulu 52-300 balls. If you're not hitting an evil, you're doing it wrong. I'm not, I'm not going to get into reviewing other balls. And then John Ryan said, more throwback Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, the, the throwback Thursdays are fun. Getting ready to start on those again. Eric sent us a couple that I'm hoping to knock out probably this weekend. The weather's going to be kind of dumpy and kind of cool, so I'm not trying to swing nothing new. I want to get a couple more of those knocked out. As soon as I get like a decent bit of those banked up, I'm going to start kind of leaking them out because I've got, I think I've got two I'm sitting on uh, that I've filmed that had reviewed already. Sorry, that I have filmed and need to post the, what you might say, review of. Then I've got the two that Eric sent, and then I've got um, Brian's Christmas gift to me, which is something really cool. Can't wait to swing that thing. So the, the throwbacks have to stay, though, for sure. Adam, listen, you know the deal. We're just sitting in here rambling tonight. I'm not going to say you didn't miss anything, but you didn't miss a lot. See, Jay, but you, you guys are firing away with questions. And I love it. I love it. See, this is this is what I love about the live podcast aspect of things. We just let it go wherever. We let it go wherever the chat wants to take us. I've got a list of topics here. I've touched on a couple of them. But interacting with you guys is kind of what makes it. Uh, Jason Herndon uh, wants to know, uh, do I prefer knob cuffs or none? Absolutely have to have knob cuffs. 
it's not like a deal breaker if it doesn't, but it's just a comfort thing. So I wrap my ring finger around the knob of the bat as, as long as it's like, you know, the mic and knobs and stuff like that are perfect. <clears throat> so I'll wrap my finger around my ring finger around the knob of the bat, drop my other pinky off. And then that's usually how I, I grip damn near everything besides an ax. And the knob cuff really helps with the comfort of just not absolutely blitzing my middle finger because in theory, I've only got my pointer and my middle finger on the actual handle of the bat. So it really helps with like the, the knob, not tearing it up, tearing up my fingers, making my fingers hurt. Cause I have had that happen before. And then I end up having to bring another finger up onto the bat. And then it just feels weird. Cause it's not what I usually do. So I definitely prefer knob cuffs. I know some guys can build tapers out of tape and tapers out of tape can build, um, knob cuff like things out of tape doing little tricks and things like that I've never had good luck with that I've seen I've, I mean I've gotten bats from people that you know will have like tapers built up on them with athletic tape and they're great I wouldn't change a thing about it but most of the time I just can't figure it, figure it out so I just throw a knob cuff on them and go I'm not picky with my knob cuffs I'm not going out buying LS Pyramid Grips or anything like that. I just get on eBay or Amazon, whatever strikes my fancy for the day, and buy the cheapest set of knob cuffs I can find. I've had the same five or six yellow knob cuffs floating around on my bats for the last, gosh, I can tell you how long. Bat breaks, I just take it off and throw it on another one. Or usually I'll keep them on my gamers as well. Like a lot of my bats that I have like in my closet and things like that don't have knob cuffs on them, but I keep the knob cuffs for my gamers unless it's something like uh, let's see the DeMarini's DeMarini's knobs are tapered so that really really helps I don't need knob cuffs for those they're they're tapered down so there's, there's not like a not necessarily what you call a hard edge but you know what I'm talking about if you're familiar with the DeMarini's so that's really nice But and also the thing that gets weird with putting a knob cuff on a tapered knob is and there's like a gap in there then my finger wants to fall into the gap so definitely big knob cuff guy. Got to have the knob cuffs. Jason wants to know if I decided if I'm playing ball this year, going on the PGA Tour. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on the fence. So wife got some batting or some some batting gloves, batting clubs, some golf clubs for her birthday. She wanted a couple of clubs. I said, "What the heck? Let's 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 get you some clubs." She's wanting golf to be kind of our thing for the summer totally down with that got the daughter her little junior putter for Christmas the most precious little putter ever and then I need to get my son I'm gonna get my son some junior clubs and kind of get him going maybe get his feet with it to, feet wet with it as well since the bowling alley closed up he was getting into the bowling thing a little bit with the bowling alley closed up here in town so nothing going on there so maybe we're gonna try out the golf thing a little bit and see what happens with that um, some of my good friends golf as well. Uh, Q doing Q things. It stops in the chat here once in a while. He's always on, on me about going golfing and that kind of thing. He's actually, it was him and a couple others is what kind of sparked my interest in going golfing. And here we are committed to golfing and we're doing, you know, bowling stuff and buying bowling balls and selling bowling balls. And man, it's, uh, it's, it's been an adventurous last few months. I'll say that.
So Adam wants to know, uh, why do we have to uh, break into 40 bats that are already this dumbed down? Uh, I mean, this stuff still needs to break in. Like right now, I've got the uh, Headbanger Exclusive Stadium approaching 200 swings and still testing above 300. That's why you still got to break them in. But the interesting thing about the D-Marines in the Louisville, so I've talked about it before, is the fact that they can test like 260, 270, even 280 and hit great. I don't understand it. Do not understand it. Maybe I don't want to know. Maybe it's like one of those like, oh, that's the reason why? You know, it's like an anticlimactic thing. Or maybe it's like a, it's their dirty little secret and they don't want anybody to know. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, Jason, you are right. Uh, if, if I think softball is expensive to play golf, no lie. But thankfully, what we're dealing with, me, golf caliber wise, is like the rec league player that's not even sure what hand he's supposed to throw with. So thankfully, I don't need a fancy set of clubs to go out and play golf because I'm going to be terrible. <laughs> I, I bought a set of clubs years ago. Uh, I was living in uh, Alabama on like a work transfer thing. Bought a set of clubs because the course I was going to, everybody had to have their own, had money to blow. So I ran up, bought a set of clubs. The next thing you know, I was going somewhat frequently down there. I got, I would say, decent at golf. I could play nine holes with one ball. Decent. <laughs> so... I always hung on to those clubs. My wife's like, get rid of these clubs, throw them away, throw them away, throw them away. And I was like, oh, I want to hang on to them. As if I go, I got to have my own clubs. And here we are. Now we're doing the golf thing. I did have to go out and buy a new driver. Somehow I put a dent in the bottom of my driver. Not sure how I did that. And I got me a lob wedge. Lob wedge is, is a game changer for sure. If you golf at all and you know what a lob wedge is, changes everything. Just up and down. Just an up and down shot for this guy. Yeah, it's Jason says, imagine getting a family of four into golf. Well, like I said, thankfully, we're we're balling on a budget around here. We're just getting cheap stuff off eBay. It's, it's more just to go out and enjoy it. That's something that's a lot of fun is, is th- there's two things. One, dude, it's, it's just it's so peaceful on a golf course most of the time, unless you're with a bunch of idiots like me. Then we're all laughing at each other, but it's it's just fun. It's something different. It's quiet. It's peaceful. You're out in the abyss, you might say. I like that. I grew up in the country, so any any chance I can I can have to escape to what feels like the wilderness a little bit. I mean, the golf courses around here are not in the middle of town or anything. I play on golf courses that are like whack right in the middle of town, but the golf courses here are on the edge of the town or even in the country. So it's it's like a nice it's a nice escape, and. The camaraderie of it as well, if you're golfing with friends, man, it's just there's nothing funner. So to, to take the kids out, even with the friends, like my, I, I absolutely love my friends, man. Like my friends are everything to me. My friends and my family, like it, it, it's all just one thing. My, my friends love my kids. My kids love my friends. So it's like when, when someone invites me to go somewhere, I'm taking the whole gang. <laughs> Like, if I show up without the kids, they're like, oh, well, you didn't bring the kids. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I want a break. <laughs> so that's it's always it's always fun to go do stuff like that. Like when uh, we go to the softball tournaments, it's, you know, are the, are the kids going? And, you know, Quentin, he, he's always, you know, wanting to make sure Riley's going or Riley's got what she needs or he's taking Riley to go go somewhere, buy something, or he's taking Hayden somewhere. Or, 
Um, man, it's just awesome. It, it's so good to be surrounded with good people. Whether it be uh, here on YouTube with you guys or in real life with my friends. I'm rambling, I know, and I'm sorry. But just be grateful of, of what you have, man. Really. So looking at this poll here, uh, we, can, we can give the video a quick peek. Just to see. I mean, why not, right? Pause this old music. That pulled up. Get it moved over here. 2022. Shh. And action. <clears throat> 2022, that's what I'm calling it. Louisville Slugger Genesis, Tyler Marshburn Edition, new and wrapper, 27 ounce, two piece, all the yada yada we're used to from the Louisvilles. I was gonna have somebody else do this intro for me, but he got scared. So we're just gonna make him hit it first. Eat my words on this one. Still in the wrapper. I'm even gonna peel it off for him. Give me a good, oh God. Might be like the ruckus review. We might have a TV timeout for peeling a wrapper off here. I think we really might. The struggle is real. Idiot. <laughs> All right, we're action. Okay. Uh, yeah. Here. God dang. Dude, hey. And the funniest thing that was. All I had to do was switch hands. I literally had my other hand without a glove on it. I could have just switched hands and got it off. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Louisville life, baby. That Louisville life. Ooh, look at the gray in that beard. <laughs> All right, so with the highlight reel of uh, us idiots out of the way, <laughs> Let's get into the review of this thing. So, if you've seen this field, if you've seen these videos, you're familiar with it. But if you're not, let's talk about it real quick. This is a baseball field, so it's got that big infield, but it's only 300 feet all the way around. There's a monster in left field. I believe this fence is like uh, 15 feet tall. And on this day, there was a little bit of a breeze blowing in, actually. Uh, there wasn't a ruckus video as well. I forgot to mention that. So maybe it did rob us of a little bit of distance from this thing, but I'm going to go ahead and be up front and say that uh, this thing had no problem hitting the ball well. If you've been following the channel, you know I'm a huge fan of the Louisvilles for the 240s. And just to kind of get a little bit in depth with this one, uh, it does come in weights of 25.5, 26.5, and 27.5. This is Tyler Marshburn's signature bat. It has a 13-inch barrel and still features the LS2X composite. And it comes with the ever-so-popular LS Pyramid Grip. You know anything about those at all? You know, we could probably take that off of there and sell it and pay for the whole bat itself, right? This one is power loaded, which translates to a full ounce of inload. It is approved for U-Triple-S-A, NSA, and ISA play. And the one we're swinging in the video, I did forget to mention, it is a 27.5. And talking about bat weights, this 27.5 came in right on the money at 27.5. Idiot. I wish I could go back and edit this and just put that idiot clip in here again. Apparently, I don't know how to do math. I don't know. I didn't feel rushed to get this done, but I make mistakes like this when I rush. 
I don't know how I missed the fact that this is 28.5 on a scale and not 27.5. I'm an idiot. Get too excited and forgot to test these uh, before I left the house with them. The tester was at home. But as you can see here on the tester, after we got done hitting it, it's coming in right about that 265 mark, which is what we expected out of this, just like last year's stuff. And the question that everybody's wanting to know while we're sitting here taking close-ups of bats and things like that, did this thing end up with the infamous composite chipping seams that we have been seeing? Yes, it did. But I will say that I firmly believe 52s only with these to get them loosened up for maybe even a couple hundred swings. I feel like we'll get that outer later if composite broken in and make these less prone to that issue. This is a very, very, very small seam, and I was watching this bat as we were hitting it, and it had to have shown up as we got to about the 100 swing mark and this is hitting mostly a mix of uh, 52s and 44s for the video. So something like the Evil BP 52 Plus, just a steady diet of those for a couple hundred swings to get this thing opened up. And I, I genuinely feel like that will alleviate the issue. I can't stand behind that and know for sure. But just based on what we've seen durability-wise out of bats in the past, this is something that you could probably take to the bank. And just a quick look at... Uh, my Jenny from last year, the same one that you saw in the reviews. And my we dog. put quite a few swings on this thing after the video was shot. We've hit it in cold weather. We've hit really hard softballs with it. We pretty much put this thing through the ringer. And what I did was actually kind of take it and peel it back. That's why it looks the way it does. Just to kind of show it is just the very outer layers of composite. It's not cracked. It's not going to break. I think so many people get excited when they see a seam in a bat and just immediately think it's broken without really knowing what a crack looks like. If it was cracked, you would know. But I said all that to say, this feels exactly identical to last year's Louisville's. You could literally hand me one of each and I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference. They broke in about the same, they feel about the same weight-wise, barrel feedback is about the same, and the performance is great. Grab one of these, give it a couple hundred swings with them evil BP-52 pluses, and enjoy your bat, it's gonna be great. These are out of stock currently at headbangersports.com, but we do have a couple other models in stock. If you are interested in one of these, we can see if they have them in stock, or if you're interested in any of the other models, be sure and hit me up, and I can help you out with uh, some pricing that's way better than what's on the website. And real quick, before anybody asks, let's go over the bat rankings and where we categorize this thing. I think it goes without saying, no question the best. Will there be other bats that make it in that list this year? We'll just have to find out. But for now, I can tell you, it's a pretty decent chance that the Louisvilles are going to end up right back in there again. Thanks to my man Dylan for picking this up so we could check it out for you guys. Thanks to Brian and Dylan for coming out and hitting with us. Thanks to you guys for stopping in and checking out the video. I'll hush up and let you check out the rest of it. Swing hard in case you hit it. BP here. I'll catch you next time. Checking it for seams there. That ball was hit well. These Louisville's are just built different, man. They really are. Like I had so much fun swinging the Louisville's last year and this one this year. Like I halfway debated picking up uh, one of the Lloyds from 2018 and gaming that. Just it's one of those. It's a, it's a comfort thing. I really, really like that 2018 Lloyd. I think it was the 19 actually. The the powder blue one.
Yeah, Adam, it's definitely one of those love it or hate it things. I'll be transparent in saying that. Like, if you don't like the feedback or the sound is a kicker for some people, just if it sounds weird, they just immediately correlate that to um, feeling feedback and performance is going to be weird. Uh, and everybody's kind of got their own thing. There, there's all kinds of other bats out there. It, it's in this day and age, it'd be hard to find something that somebody didn't like. Just, perf- just strictly speaking, in terms of performance, these are just different. Just different. Don't know what it is about them. Don't know that I care. Like I said. But they're, they're fun. And that's not to say that like... Uh, you know, like the Josh Riley. Like if I was doing like a one and two, it would be the Jenny versus the Josh Riley from last year. And I, I do have filmed... It didn't come out quite the way I wanted. I might still post it anyway. I took video of the Jenny and the Riley having a handful of people swing both of them on the same day, same ball, same everything. And it, it was a 50-50 split. Um, there was two people that said the Riley feels better than the Jenny, and there was two people that said the Jenny was better than the Riley. Then that right there is proof alone that just because one person likes something doesn't mean that everybody has to like it. Yeah, Adam, you said you love the One Piece. Are you talking the the One Piece, Jenny, like the 220? So they don't have a One Piece 240, is that correct? Or not yet, anyway? Yeah, Gio, the reaction off the bat looks good. And, like, the biggest thing that I've harped on with the 240s is the consistency. And the consistency is no question there for us with the Louisville stuff. That's the big thing. Uh, Matthew Clark says he prefers DeMarini's. The DeMarinis are close to the same way. They just it's it's hard to mess with them. <laughs> no, Geo, no no editing required. Jason getting out and doing some BP for the first time. What are you swinging, Jason? What are you swinging when you get out for BP for the first time all year? So Adam says there is a one piece coming. See, I, I thought there was. I didn't think there was anything out yet, but I, I thought I remember seeing something about there's one coming. Looking forward to that. Big, big One Piece guy. I, I did think I read something earlier, too, about Suncoast having a One Piece ASA bat. Big One Piece guy. Got to have that. Got to have that in the mix, right? Jason, yeah, you're swinging the senior now. That'd be nice. Wish I could swing seniors. <laughs> Jason taking out the Freak 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah Freak, Freak 30 is always a solid play. Don't matter what. Don't matter what weight. Obviously, the heavier, the better, right? But you can still get down with your 25. Be just right for you, right? If it wasn't, you wouldn't have bought it. But, all right, guys. We did it. We hit the hour mark of complete random whatnots with the BP Hero. 
for Season 7, Episode Number 12 of the podcast. So you know the deal. Thanks for stopping in. Swing hard in case you hit it. Catch you next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central. Keep it here. I'll catch you next time.